Good evening. It is May fifteenth, twenty twenty one, and it is eight forty five at the evening. I apologize for the late recording. But today was family day, Saturday. And um, I went for my morning walk with my son. Look at this, I gotta put this on pause. Okay. Just lots of people out at this time of night, oh my God. So I'm just gonna put it on pause whenever I approach someone. That's not to disturb them. <clears throat> so how you guys doing? Doing good? You doing well? We are quite the Motley crew, and I thank you for sticking with me through thick and thin. We have some good episodes, we have some bad ones. We have some positives and some negatives. And that's the subject of today, is a sine wave. And, um, <laughs> I've been uh, finally wrapping my head around this whole question of the relationship between, between E, the exponent, the Euler number, and the sine wave, and the cosinus. So we learned, we talked about this, that the E number is one plus one over or n over n factorial in an infinite series and that it converges on 2.72 or something and it represents infinite compounding interest wasn't found by Euler, it was found by Bernoulli, one of the youngers. Euler named it. <clears throat> and um, this E is the basis for exponents. And I've been puzzling and studying this famous equation, which is E raised to I multiplied by pi minus one equals zero. And how could E become a integer zero?
And what does it mean? Erase to the eye. And I've been studying this for weeks and going over it and over it and over it and over it. And I finally have something to say about this particular topic. Well, first of all, that pi is equivalent to sine plus cosine. And that the I is used to work out the squares being negative. Because the only thing that squared, the only thing times itself that could be negative is the uh, square root of negative 1 i and um, I think I understand that these complex numbers are really just a helper in this case Basically, the beautiful thing that we've seen that convinced me, as we saw this, and I'm not going to talk about this forever. <clears throat> but the convincing argument is that sine can be represented using this Taylor series and some other methods by the odd numbers and they go plus, minus, plus, minus. So it's like plus three, x to the third over three factorial minus five x to the fifth over five factorial plus seven, whatever. So it goes plus, minus, plus, minus. It goes back and forth. Something like that. And that infinite sequence of the odd numbers with plus and minus in it equals the sine. And the same thing is in the cosine where it takes the even numbers, I think. And those together will give you the Euler number. except that you have the plus and minuses in there, which you can get rid of with the help of the square root of i. Now, I'm not gonna bore you with the math, I don't know it all yet, but basically this is saying that the Euler number is related to the pi to the sine and the cosine and also it's also related to the primes that has been shown by the red the blue and uh, one blue and three brown guy on YouTube so the prime numbers 
tell about the unit circles that are on the lattice or the grid or the square root of I guess 11 was it it's not on the grid at all and then these numbers somehow work their way up to, to pi and also give them plus minus now I'm going to have to work through all the math myself again to understand it deeply and to be able to tell you about it but um very interesting to follow this whole train of logic and also I started looking into Gaussian integers which were a subset of the complex numbers and then also when we talk about algebras if something if an algebra is closed for addition and multiplication that could also have primes so there's more primes than just integer primes there's other algebraic systems can have primes including I suppose mathematical systems themselves Because if they can have multiplication, then they can have factors, and if they can have factors, they can have prime numbers. So we're opening up the Pandora's box here of math, and that's about all I've got for today for that topic. I'm not going to kill you with reading off lists of numbers and permutations, and I'm just going to throw you some tidbits to keep you interested. If I want to, I could just turn off the mic. I don't need to. I could also create a second, a second um, recording with any number stuff and put it at the end. If I had to record it. I mean, there's a question of egotism here. Yeah. So we drove up to uh, Spruce Run today, which is a straight shot up 31 through Flemington, an hour away from us. Well, my dad used to take us as kids, Brown Valley and Spruce Run. We had a lot of fun there when I was a kid. And my well, the lake was closed and it was all fenced off. But there were playgrounds and kids were playing. My son had fun there. And uh, we're going to come back.
other stuff happened today, which I won't tell you about. We did some shopping, got some stuff. I've been talking to my Cambodian scammer. And um, he said that he ditched that scam company that he was pitching me. Because he listened to me. Because I was telling him that, you know, this company's not going to be here in 20 years. That they look like a total scam. They can't even write their own website. And then I said to him, listen, why don't you take a couple hundred dollars of your Bitcoin money and buy yourself some gold and silver coins? Oh, I went to the silver handler. I think it was today when I dropped my kid off at karate. Oh, we walked to karate today. Me and the kiddo. I was really proud of him. We walked to karate today. So that was good. And um, I stopped by the jewel shop. And he said that uh, he's got like an 8% or 10% premium on gold and silver off of over spot. And it's not even worth buying from him. And he was selling, he was selling uh, European, old European coins for 25 cents each. Well, I said, damn, we had $300 worth of Fennec pieces. We changed in for euros. I had only known they'd been so valuable. But you still have to transport them, God. There were tons of them. Tons and tons and tons. So... Yeah, we had a good family day today. And, um... Oh, we got a new recipe that I stole from that Greek guy. So, the Albanian recipe for lang, or sauce, is you take peppers, hot peppers, and you, put, you salt them, and you let them sit for three days, and that they, it pulls out all the water from them, so it creates this salty brine that they sit in, but it's super spicy, and then you pour milk, or cream or whatever on top of it and that will curdle and create like a thick cheese <clears throat> like a sour cream but it's spicy and good so we have some of this but I use these super hot peppers and it's so spicy you can't eat it so I took some of it I took like three peppers out and then I had some new jalapeno peppers that I was preparing and then I took some cottage cheese and some uh, cheap white cheese, like, you know, feta type stuff. And I threw it all in there with a mixer, a little hand mixer. 
and I mixed that all up. And that was, uh, that turned out really good. And it wasn't too spicy because I had thrown in, you know, more types of cheeses in there and not too much of the pepper. So to get the right mix, that's what they did at the uh, Greek restaurant. They just took feta and they ground it, ground it up with the peppers. So that turned out really great. I could just dip my bread in there. Oh my God, it was so good. Use that as a bagel spread. <clears throat> so I dropped my car off at this place to get it fixed after the neighbor neighbor's friend smashed into it and uh, broke the bumper. I guess it is good to have two cars. In case one's on the fritz. The fritz. On the blink. Phrase from the chaise. Yeah, so I was telling this kid in uh, Cambodia that he should um, consider the, that there might be a power outage, a internet outage, disruption in local government, and that he won't have access to his bitcoins and his cryptocurrencies, and that he should have a couple of gold and silver coins and small denominations that he can use to buy things that he needs and um, have a getaway plan have a place to go to in the mountains just in case and I said you know if you're doing investing it won't hurt you it can't be that expensive in Cambodia to find a mountain hideout I said your secret place to hide And he finally saw my point. And then it's like, well, how do I get started? I said, well, find a, a coin dealer you can trust. Ask your grandma, I said. You know, ask someone you trust, who they trust. And you don't need that much. You just need enough to get out of town. You don't want big coins, you want small coins. 
so you can buy gasoline and other things you need to escape. So he liked that idea. An emergency fund. An emergency kit. Why not? A bug out bag and an escape plan. So, I need to uh, follow my own advice someday and get everything all set up and backed up and implemented the way I think it should be. So I was listening to Free Talk Live today. One of the callers said, if you have a machine that's not connected to the internet, and you use that to decrypt your data, then he said, you use sand. If you take a handful of sand and you throw it on a plate, and take a picture of that, there's your random number generator right there. The chances of that being cracked, or guess that, are very little. That's pretty good uh, random number generator. And I guess you could take multiple ones of those. just snap a picture of it and there's your random numbers I like that idea so I was studying today fast Fourier transformation and um, there's multiple different versions of it. And it also ties into <clears throat> these imaginary numbers and the multiplications can be split up using the prime number idea. So there's different algorithms. One of the algorithms uses primes, and it uses the modulo, the Chinese modulus. It has something to do with the fact that um, you can reduce the number of multiplications by having numbers multiplied or something that I can't explain it all but it has to do with prime numbers and the number of elements are of a certain prime size at least with this algorithm which is not the Fourier so the Tucky 
it's a really interesting history. So, Tucky had his idea in the 80s with a Russian mission, uh, the Russian nuclear um, crisis. They wanted to have an early warning system for for nuclear um, tests or nuclear missions, and they had this worldwide system of monitors. So um, he had this idea of how to process the information quickly and distributedly and the fast Fourier transformation was born and he recruited Cooley but didn't tell him about the Russian nuclear thing he made a mother story for some other issue and told him it had something to do with hydrogen atoms or whatever and they worked on that and they published it and it turns out that Gauss had previously worked on that algorithm and another person had found it Basically, it has to do with modulo, and that you can multiply numbers that are relatively prime to each other, or maybe not numbers, but I don't know how to explain it. But you can break up a operation that is super expensive to do, like multiplying all these things against each other. And you do it in less steps. <clears throat> if there's certain size constraints and certain properties that allow it, allow you to use modulo, at least one of the algorithms. I'm getting this all confused. And I'm going to study it and explain it all. You're exploiting different mathematical properties which allow you to use less multiplications and you can multiply different parts of it against each other and then combine them in a certain way so that it uses the logarithmic version. That's really interesting. I'll also have more to tell you about that when I learn more. But I'm getting deeper and deeper into this math. And one day I'll have... Um, I'll be able to understand it all. And it really is a humbling, humbling experience. Oh, the moon is out. Look at that. We got a crescent moon. And I've got planets or stars around it, three of them. One right next to the moon, two above it, 
Other stars are to be seen. My friends, the stars are out. I really miss them. We still see them all the time, together. But it's humbling to see how we're dealing with such huge amounts of data where we have to fight and exploit these properties of the numbers to reduce the complexity of the calculations. So, it's humbling, it really puts me into my place. Today we saw a, a colonna, a, a colony, a, a column of these souped-up cars coming out of Trenton. Must have been 50 cars. And there, the wheels were off-center, and they had... They were all souped-up. They were like smaller cars, but they were like all like race cars or some kind of... And they were all going north as we're going south. I guess they're going to some convention. But it was pretty scary to see that. To wonder where these guys are going. Assuming that they're guys. I mean, talk about bias, right? All the assumptions we make that there's some young, uh, internationally flavored people with souped up cars and not old grannies. For some reason that's the image that was in my head. I couldn't even see the people driving them. But baby's coming soon. We are just getting ready for that, let me tell you. And I haven't been going on long walks. I haven't been doing my four hour marches or three hours. I've only been doing one hour. Spending more time with my family.
but um, I'm still feeling good. I'm doing more workouts at home. Trying to work on my core strength, doing sit-ups. Really fighting with myself. So Chicken Jar said he's coming tomorrow night for a dish cast, so we're looking forward to that. Some fun with Mr. Chicken. And um, my chickens are going wild. Grandma's coming back tomorrow night. So we'll see what happens with that. It'll be nice to see her again. Okay, time for a little break, and I'll let you know if I have anything else to share. <laughs> My dad just wrote to me, he said, where's the podcast you let us down? I'm like, I'm recording it right now, Dad. So, I'm at the College of New Jersey. And they have this yearly ritual of jumping in the fountain for the first semester, I guess, the new students. And uh, this year we're not there to disturb them. Two years ago, I was there with my son and we were just watching them. And... Um, they kind of felt inhibited so I'm learning to social distance you know give people their space we don't need to invade them students need to have their own privacy in jumping into fountains on their own without having weird people watching them so I'm thinking that the best thing I could do for this whole question of this pi and e thing is to actually calculate it to a couple of iterations and just test out this theory you know test out this theory that we can find pi with the uh, lattices and the roots and all this funky stuff actually do the calculations and visualize them and uh, maybe we can come up with some stuff 
I haven't been doing any um, new computer work. I've just been very busy with moving and getting things ready for the baby, spending time with my family, my own work. And um, I've also been doing more calculations by hand. And this whole algebra is just crazy. Doing the algebra and the transformations on, oh my God, that's a raccoon. That was one huge animal. Doing the actual transformations on the um, math itself. Reforming things and proving things. It's quite amazing. And even questioning the distribution axioms. I started reading the Euclid axioms that really put me to sleep the other day, let me tell you. So. I started looking into different smart contracts for cryptocurrencies for uh, payments, and there hasn't been anything implemented yet that I can see. So I think we could definitely implement a smart contract um, that does the, the splitting. Now whether or not that could be done with lightning is another question. But um, I'm not very happy with Mr. Curry all the time. So, I mean, obviously he's always working on his exit strategy and all that and trying to make money, but I do think that he's working to expose people's listening habits and expose their privacy through this lightning network. Because he's basically monetizing people's individual listening, real-time listening habits. And that could be done much better through anonymization and bundling, where there's no reason to send it real-time except for tracking people's behavior. And um, he's not upfront about that. So I, that is my one criticism. And I sent him my idea on the crypto, on the smart contracts, and with no, I'll have to go back and listen to his latest episode, but I don't think I heard anything about it. He hasn't responded to me directly. I think he retweeted or retweeted my toot, but I don't know if he actually listened. So. But basically, 
if you want to use Lightning Network, I mean, I don't know if there's smart contracts on Lightning and how all that would work. And I'm not sure we even need Lightning. <clears throat> so, and uh, I think we'd want a system for delivery of streams, a stream token, as well as tracking listening habits, but also tracking the downloads, streaming the content, and all of that. So, a whole operating system. monetization, the invasion of people's privacy and personal space, not sure I'm on board with that really, we had a good talk, I had a good talk with my wife yesterday about music and math. music not being beautiful unless someone listens to it like if there was no one there to hear it it wouldn't be beautiful if even a bird wasn't there to hear it or anything the speed of life and how life uh fast life lives and how fast it processes information we talked about that we looked up the these receptors for the serotonin that are hit by LSD and magic mushrooms and they're actually quite simple so those neuroreceptors I always thought they'd be something super complicated but they're not they were quite a simple molecule. So the fact that some plant is targeting it um, it's not a complete surprise. And I was thinking about defining complexity of these neurotransmitters. measuring that like how is it that a mushroom is producing this McKenna says it co-evolved with humans like what are the chances like what's the number what's the probability that it would actually evolve randomly But I guess nature evolves all types of poisons and things that influence people and animals, other species, chemical warfare between them.
so but the fact is is that it's not a super complicated structure it's like a square structure with a little thing hanging off the edge not very super complicated I was a little disappointed I was expecting some super long chain some amazingly long protein chain but it's not and um, well what else Well, if math and, and music are similar in the fact that the beauty of them is only through the beholder, or is it intrinsic beauty? Is it related to the way the brain works and the neuroreceptors and the structure of the mind? We talked about this, if an alien race would have a different form of math, would have a different form of music, you know, what would it look like? And um, I, I've been having this thought that my workout program and sports program is kind of like being in a prison. Like, do you work out in prison? Do you go to the lift weights? Do you do push-ups? Calisthenics? Do you take care of your body or not? And that's kind of like this whole COVID thing. This lockdown. Are you taking care of yourself or not? Are you exercising? Are you taking care of your environment? Yourself? people around you. I think my dad wrote again, let's see. I guess he doesn't want to be on the show because he's my only listener. It would be stupid if he was he was on the show himself. Oh, he says, you enjoy toying with us. It's a power trip to get your followers dependent. I have discovered your psychology. Just kidding. That's funny. No, I, I try and keep my, my promise and my, um, my daily uh, delivery of drugs to you guys. My small group. Yep. We were studying the geography of New Jersey and um, the flag, prosperity, and independence 
freedom and prosperity of the two girls on the front and the knight helmet represents the independence and the horse represents the state animal I guess the yellow and blue are the colors of the state and here's an orange cat now I'm heading back guys 48 minutes in. Definitely getting my workout, my walk today. Already at 16,000 steps, which is pretty good. I really don't have anything else to say, except that I care. <laughs> and I hope that you have a great day. I'm going to uh, listen to some other podcasts and chill out. So I'll see you tomorrow morning for a normal show. Feed the fungus. Feed feed the fungus. Feed the fungus. Feed the fungus.